feel about me Everybody got something to say about me About me They just wanna see me rowdy They just really need something to hate about me I don't know what they thinking They getting out of me I was looking for music before I found me Never noticing me And I'm moving loudly All I'm wearing is black and I do it proudly You say that you done But you calling me back You don't really wanna get me started on that There's some crazy things I suppressed in the back I don't even really think I'm dealing with that All I really need is to beat the state of facts Don't put that on me You get caught up in the act Knife in my hands while I'm facing they backs Lord, why you really wanna test me with that yeah, what's up? I said, you yourself, boy. I couldn't, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> your music oh. was too loud. Oh, damn. Um, oh, you it's your boy, Chaz Vibe, back at it again. Cool, Another cool. episode, you feel me? Episode three. All three of them. All three, man. So, you've been tuning in all three, man. Welcome back. And this is your first time listening to this. Uh, Welcome. We're a music podcast. We talk that talk with the music teams, of course. And... Hey man, Ever. so make sure you show the love and support. Join in on the dialogue and all of that, so. you know. So, but let's go ahead and get right into it. Uh, so, uh, oh yeah, how we start every goddamn episode? What we've been listening to lately? So, uh, me personally, <coughs> what I've been really listening to, uh, I really, uh, pretty much, I, I, the only really new shit I listened to was uh. Chloe and Haley's uh, new project uh, that came out today, actually, uh, Ungodly mm-hmm. Hour. That was actually yeah. decent. Like, uh, they they really showed a lot of growth and development, but they also grown as hell now. So it's like, hey. <laughs> sure. uh, so they no longer looking like them hippie alternative black chicks that uh, Beyonce found back when Lemonade dropped. Actually, some Yeah. Women. So, uh but yeah, but like I really like the album from what I heard so far. I think I only need to listen to the last two songs, I believe. But really good album, uh, so far. A lot of get a little bit of everything, uh the in terms of R and B. So cool album. Uh they uh, cool album. They do got a song with Swali that's that could be a hit if they put the money into it. If they market it as a hit or social media just catches it. It can be a hit because uh, Swali got off on that track um, with them. So, uh, but yeah, definitely well, good album. Nothing but hits, man. You exactly. Exactly. So make sure you check check that out if you like. Uh, if you need some decent R and B to listen to, need something fresh to listen to, you know how it go. Uh, I will also came up on a playlist that somebody made called the Dirty Mac All Stars. And gee, it was nothing but like <laughs> epic Dirty Mac songs, bro. And I was just sitting there. I'm like, yeah, that's oh. on Apple Music. Yeah, it's on Apple Music. Like, uh, are you are you uh one of my Apple Music friends? I don't think. I don't know. I didn't know Apple Music had friends. Yeah, you could literally mm-hmm. like befriend people like on Apple Music based off your context and stuff. So like, you keep track of like what no, your friends I, I might be listening that. to, or like. If we listen to the same project, so like let's just say, I listen to Dark Lane, uh, Dark Lane uh, tapes, whatever, it will pop up yeah. to say that you listen to Dark Lane tapes. So, oh uh, no, we're not. I don't think I'm friends with anybody. Uh, I mean, see, I I, well, you know now, but uh, 
that would be one way you, you could like sh I could easily share it with you. But like, gee, this playlist was hilarious as hell in terms of like some of the songs that just popped up. They even had In Sync on here, bro. In <laughs> Sync had a Dirty Mac <laughs> you song. You got to send me this Nelly. playlist, bro. Yeah, I'm going to send it to you right now, bro. That's crazy. But it is, bro. But, like, I, it's, the thing is, is, like, some of these, I forget how Dirty Mac anthems just, they're so smooth on, like, yo, you, like, yo, this is a hit. And you're not realizing, like, yo, these motherfuckers really is talking about taking your bid. And, like, what are you supposed oh, yeah, to do? Sure. <laughs> like, some very disrespectful lines, G. But uh, I was listening to that. Uh, I did listen to Dark Lane Tapes again. And pretty much, I just had my shit. Also, uh, I don't think I mentioned it on last week's episode, but uh, still listen to Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs. Uh, right now, it's my number two uh, album of the year. Right now. As of right now, it's still Eternal or Tate uh, for me. But uh, Freddie Gibbs definitely has another quality quality album uh, for, the, for the people. So I respect it. So that's, that's what I've really been listening to. <clears throat> Um, I've been listening to, uh, I actually made me a, a little R&B playlist on Apple Music, uh, some throwback throwbacks. I don't know what it is, man, about R&B, like, back in the early 2000s, 90s, bro. It just hit different. Just, that was like, the golden hit, age, G. That was the golden age of R&B, so I've listened to, like, you know, Mad, like, Cut Coast, Genuine, Color Me Bad, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's a whole bunch of that. Because I'll be going to work, and I'll just be doing my, you know, like, you feel me? Yeah. And then my shit be playing, I'll just be singing. And then, you know, I got one AirPod, so it's like, I, I can hear everything else at the same time. I kind of block everything else out, and i just be harmonizing or whatever, and then I'll turn around, and people just looking at me. I'm like, damn, I heard what I just saw, but it's cool, though. Yeah. Can't go back now. But that's really all I've been listening to, is just, like, mad R&B, like, I don't know. That nigga ain't his feelings, man. You feel me? It happens to the best of us, bro. Nothing wrong with that, G. Like, we all be that way sometimes, G. So, also, funny thing about this arm, uh, this Dirty Mac playlist, I just sent it to you as well. I didn't know Temptations by Tupac was a Dirty Mac song, G. Temptations by Tupac is a Dirty Mac song, bro? Yes. Hold on, folks. Like, bro, I was listening. Yeah, right I was listening the other day, and I was like, and it played. I'm like, yo, I'm still on the playlist? And, like, dead ass, it ain't, like, some of the lyrics, G, is wild as hell. Let me see, let me pull up the lyrics, G, because if I play the song itself, um, I ain't trying to get some of, these, uh, some of these joints are on my R&B playlist, bro. <laughs> like, for real. I might have to, uh, well, this is kind of short, but. Let me see. Hold on. I'm trying this. Okay, first verse. Look, it, it, it's so it's not it's subtle. Tell me, baby, are you lonely? Don't want to rush you. I can help you if you're lonely. If you're only oh wait, if I can help you if you're you're only. Let me touch you. If I'm wrong, love, tell me, cause I can't get up and I can't I cause I get caught up in the life I live. It's hell. See, I never thought. I see the day when I will calm down. You ain't heard. I've been known to clown and get around. That's my word. See you walking and looking good. Yes, indeed. Got a body like a sex fiend. You're killing me with your attitude to match. Right? Don't be phony because I hate it when you act act like you don't know me. That nigga's dirty, Mackie. <laughs> He's just not mentioning. Crazy. He's not really mentioning the fact that it's another nigga, though. That's <laughs> like, wild. Just, 
things you find out later on in life. Exactly. Crazy. Like, come on, bro. Second verse. Will I cheat or will I be will I cheat or will I be committed? Bro. <laughs> Stop the song right there. <laughs> like nigga, you not caring, bro. <laughs> bro, that's crazy. Like, gee, like he's a like it's a smooth, dirty back, bro. <laughs> like, not dog. It's but, very yeah. smooth though. Can't lie, it's, it's smooth, very smooth, man. It's just he ain't acknowledging another nigga. But if you listen to how he's phrasing everything, it's like clearly she ain't going. But it's like, yeah, I'm too pop. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Yeah. All right, but yeah. So not let's go ahead and move on. So, uh, let's open up with the pretty much last time since we did that episode. A lot of a lot has happened the past week, two weeks, whatever, about like social injustice and all of that, systematic racism, police brutality. R.I.P. George Floyd, uh, Breonna Respect. Taylor, all police brutality victims of the recent memory. And Respect. with that being said, how we're gonna tie this into music is pretty much we've seen artists actively use their platform to discuss the subject the subject matter of police brutality systematic racism and all of that but also we have people clamoring for rappers singers artists other like to actually talk about the subject and which brings me to say should we really expect rappers Singers, artists, whatever, to be in position to sit there and be forced to talk instead of just genuinely want to be like, no, I'm going to talk about it because we have situations where people were forced, like I'm going to use Lana Del Rey, her goofy ass, where Mm -hmm. somebody said, you haven't said nothing. You make this big fuss about so-and-so not doing nothing. So she makes a post and sounds stupid. Like, I, I wish right. I could go back to the post and look, because I think she, by now she probably deleted it. I don't feel like checking checking her page. But she said a po- made a post because she made a big fuss saying, well, so-and-so's number one and blah, blah, blah. People don't respect my music, stuff like that. And then you look yeah. stupid because you sound uninformed. Then, but at the same time, we have people pleading for, like, Beyonce to make a public out cry and she's surprising Beyonce hasn't said nothing but we know how the Carters work they speak with their wallets more than anything uh, mm-hmm. and even let's just bring That's up Lil Wayne as well where he or the topic was brought up to him I think was it on his I think on his show on Apple Music where uh, or Apple Radio Beats One Radio what the hell it's called and he pretty much said something that didn't go with the I would say the popular opinion or the popular side to be on when it came to the subject matter right now. And then we yeah. also just have people who just sound outright ignorant because it's just like, hey, so-and-so is just ignorant and you expecting so-and-so to be to be on the right side. But it's just like he's just stating the obvious. So uh, I'll let you uh, start off with, uh, say, your thoughts on it. Yeah, man, I feel like... Uh... I feel like we shouldn't really put the responsibility on celebrities to have to speak on things that concern all of us just mm-hmm. because of, you know, quote unquote, their platform and like their influential power. Although nowadays, you know, with social media and everything, you know, you could really make your voice be heard easily if you want to speak on something. 
you shouldn't leave it up to celebrities just because they're celebrities. Not everybody feels like they're the perfect person to speak on these, you know, sensitive and problematic topics. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like you said, for the Carter's, for example, I'm not saying that you like this, but like, for instance, they could not feel like, you know, um, like they could say the right thing so they could, you know, they could be the, per- the perfect person to speak on this, but with the, you know, resources that they do have, like you said, there's people they wallet, so they give to these certain, you know, um, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying, to like help the cause and stuff like that. Because it, it really concerns all of us, bro. Like, not even just black people. Like, a lot of people are enraged about what's going on. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's We all are affected by this. You know what I'm saying? So we shouldn't really say, hey, you got to say this. You got to say that. Like, why don't you say something? Like, if you feel so strongly about it, what are you doing? You feel yep. me? I feel like Dave Chappelle said it in his, uh, his 846 uh, uh, special that he just released. He said it best. He was like, he was like, they don't need me. You know what I'm saying? Like the streets are talking for themselves. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody was hassling him. Like, yo, you gotta say something. You gotta talk. And then at first he was like, yo, I've been talking about this this whole time. Like, yep. even before this happened. You know what I'm saying? But now y'all woman, it's, it's like every time something happens, somebody's like, yo, you gotta say this. You gotta say that. But it's like before something big happens, a lot of these celebrities, you know, they really care about this type of topic and stuff like that. They've been speaking on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Kendrick Lamar, for example, with uh, To Fimp a Butterfly. You know what I'm saying? Like, that album was real. I don't know if that's one of the topics. <laughs> but um, that album was ahead of its time. Yep. Because of, and it's timeless, really, because of what's going on right now. Obviously, it's, it's almost as if he just released that album. You feel me? But not something this crazy happened worldwide and now everybody's looking for these celebrities to do something the celebrities ain't gonna be the ones to save us you know what i'm saying it's gonna take everybody everybody who's affected by it you know what i'm saying it's gonna take everybody not just people with money not just people with clout you know what i mean that's how i feel about it you know like if i was a celebrity hypothetically speaking I would say something about it because I feel very strongly about situations like this. Yeah, you know that's who you are naturally. I probably go on a, I probably go on a rant, but at the same time, I speak on it. You know what I'm saying? But there might be somebody who might feel like they don't know how to say the right thing. Them being a celebrity does not all does not qualify them to speak on these topics. What are you looking? What are you looking for from the celebrity that you can't do? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, like, I'm going to use myself, for example, because I wouldn't, like, I'm very passionate about these type of topics, and I do my research, I speak, and all of that, but I'm not the type of person to go out and protest. I'm not the type of person to sit there and probably go on long-winded, like, arguments on social media with people either. I'm going to speak my piece and move on. And... When, but at the same time, like, let's just say, for example, people's like, I realize, hey, people need to post bail, stuff like that. So I'm like, oh, OK, let me help the protest out in that aspect and put in towards bail funds. Use my own money to post into bail funds. Something's better than nothing in that type of aspect. So right. you got to know what type of role you want to play a part in, regardless, in these type of situations. Mm-hmm. And people feeling like celebrities have to speak 
like, yes, I agree it will bring some type of awareness, more awareness than necessary, but we live in a social media era where literally awareness is not that hard. We're going to keep it right. up. It's really not that hard nowadays. Like, once something's trending, it's trending. And if it's, and if it's something major and societal, it's going to trend for a really long time no matter what. So just because uh, your favorite celebrity, your favorite rapper, your favorite artist, whatever, isn't speaking on it, don't mean it's not important to them. Like, Drake, right. I feel like is, a, like, he doesn't do good talking about these situations. Not because, right. partially because it's like, his experience of being a black man is very complex. We've heard it in his music, and especially in recent situations where it's like, it's well, especially in his music where it's just like we see like the complexities he's have being a black man that's mixed and all of that. So and plus he's from Canada, so like he has his complexity of being a black man is much different than the mixed kid, the like a black Jewish kid from America compared to a right. Canadian. So it's like him speaking on this is a little bit different than him being because of that. Not, to, but Drake literally makes make, spoke with his wallet this time around instead of actually trying to speak on it because it's like, hey, the most I can do is probably sit there and throw half a meal towards this. This cause will help a lot better, and mm-hmm. I feel like I'm I don't have a problem with that because it's like it shows that he for one has a genuine care interest in the situation, and he does he didn't even need to post it on social media, and I feel like that's something a lot of people have an issue. I have an issue with it, is like. A lot of these celebrities barely use social media outside of promotion. Right. Yeah. So, so it's like when somebody's page is like more lively, you know what I'm saying? You kind of feel like you get that sense of personal, like Yeah, you're I don't too know the close to that it, person. Like, it's kinda like like I'm cool with kind of leaving like with celebrities kind of being like more mysterious entities to me. It's just probably me because how how I grew up and even how you grew up. So it's like I don't need to see Drake tweet about every goddamn thing or somebody like, like, even though like LeBron does it already, like he's tweets about all the world, like what's ever happened in the world, but that's more like LeBron. That's who he is. But because yeah. he likes to control his own narrative. Jay-Z doesn't need to tweet at all. Like, right. I think he uses his own personal Twitter page once every two years. And it's the most random moment and becomes a Twitter moment. Right. So, and Beyonce has a secret Snapchat that everybody's trying to find. So, <laughs> like, so it's like, I respect right. them for literally deciding to keep their privacy because you're so big where it's like, do I really care? Then we have situations, which leads us to situations where we have with certain artists like the baby, where he says something stupid as fuck. And now everybody's like, bro. You sound stupid. What's the last thing he said that was stupid? Like, regard, in regards to this, uh, the police brutality situation, because he has a history with the police, he says mm-hmm. you, the goal is to outsmart them, and I've been outsmarting them. I'm like, bro, you steady getting caught lacking. You're not outsmarting <laughs> nobody. So you look stupid. You just made yourself sound stupid in that he type said, of situation. So, like... Stuff like that, he just sit there and be like, "Bro, I'd rather just you just shut the hell up." Like my thing is, and I was, and I argue with people this all the time. Like 
these I won't say I'll argue, but like try to inform people. I'm like, these people was not entitled to say anything. I'd rather exactly, celebrities talk bro. with their wallet, G. They're like yeah. they're not I, like I, they're not in here in the streets <laughs> protesting. That like if they do, that's cool, that's Some dope. <laughs> but they had they pulled Ray J out the car, <laughs> bro. When they pulled Ray, they forced the Ray car. J out the car, G. That was probably <laughs> one of the funniest things because it's like, bro. For one, you know that the whole goddamn world is protesting, G. Why are you in L.A. in Beverly Hills shopping and driving, bro? Yo, somebody had captain said, this man just trying to get home and eat, bro. <laughs> my man, my <laughs> he man Ray so J is literally, like, like, my man is, and the fact that he was driving with glove, like, with those, the gloves from, uh, from the job, bro, had me weak, too. <laughs> my man is just like my man is just like he was just trying to clean up, bro. Try to get to the crib, oh, clean. Trying to make it to the second half and watch the protests on TV. Exactly. He was like, "Look, man, I'm trying to get home for LAPD. Come over here and beat my ass, G." So, <laughs> like, come on, bro. But like situations like that is more comical. But to actually like force like artists, people, celebrities to say anything is just corny. Especially if you're not, like you mentioned, especially when you're not doing nothing. What are you doing? Right. Because I feel like when we look at, like, I, I don't always want to try to bring everything back to civil rights, the civil rights movement and stuff like that. But most of the people who were the actual leaders of it were street level, ordinary, everyday people. Martin Luther King was a pastor, was a pastor, you know, Malcolm X was, you know, the was, uh, with, uh, was with, uh, Nation of Islam. Like, they were very powerful speakers in that aspect. They were natural leaders. And then, like, even the people like Rosa Parks. I don't know what the hell Rosa Parks did. I don't um, know what was her everyday job. I mean, in that aspect. Uh, That's what I mean. So, it's like, most people who are leaders of the, of, like, these type of movements, like, like, community leaders and stuff, they're like your average everyday person, almost. Who happen to be really great speakers, or and strong humanita- humanitarians? So I'm not sitting there expecting a goddamn. I'm trying to think of another artist or somebody or somebody. Uh, Chris Brown to sit there and be just because he has millions of dollars and he has huge fame to set for him to be a humanitarian. No, like it, it just don't work that way because it. Like he's not gonna be that type of person. Like now, is there there is millionaire humanitarians, very pro progressive people, but at the same time, is not that many either. So I'm not expecting them to be those type of people. The average, most of these protests are led by the average everyday person, and they still they work mm-hmm. a nine to five, living they and just literally just trying to make the world a better place for the next for the next set of people. That's how I look at it. And when we look at the civil rights movement, like, even though I hate to use this person, Bill Cosby was one of those active people, but at the same time, as many as as many black celebrities that were back then, we don't see them taking up uh, were in that in that position that King and other people were. Like they were just yeah. there as like support. Like, hey, we're gonna invest our money into this. And I feel like that should remain the same today, regardless, because it's the average person that's going to lead the revolution. How I look at it, 
because we're the ones that got to live through this every day. Right. So that's exactly. just how I view it. Yeah, man. Like, thanks for coming. Like, oh, it's the people, bro. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's getting selfish to just put it all on one certain person because mm-hmm. of their status or whatever. Like, like the thing, my this. thing is, if you was to drive past those police officers, they would look at you the same way they see that celebrity and vice versa. Yep. You know what I'm saying? They may know them because of their status, but at the same day, you're still a nigga to them. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Ain't gonna make that big of a difference. It don't make you no different from them to speak on that, to speak on stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not gonna save them. Nobody's so, entitled, but we're all qualified. Yeah, there we go. Oh, yeah. And your qualifications gonna come in different ways, and your acts is gonna come in various ways. Like, that's well, I feel like people need to understand. Like, it's just going to come in various ways and people need to accept it. Like, it may not need to be a fake thought-provoking social media posts and all of that. Like, it, it may not need to be that. It don't need yeah. to be your favorite YouTube person or IG person literally just making it seem like they're there on the scene because when they're actually not or don't really give a fuck. So like the last. Yeah, would you thing, rather want somebody to actually speak on it and actually like like the right person speak on it, or like people just do it for show? Because like you just want to see celebrities, you know what I'm saying, deal with this thing. Exactly, because just like fake fake doing it is just going to hinder everything. Because it's like this is a nonstop everyday type thing. It's nonstop, like every day, <laughs> like you like. Every day you got to try to push for this, and that's why you I really respect. realize this could have happened to anybody though. Like mm-hmm. that could have been anybody, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. You over here worried about who's speaking on it? Like, nigga, what? No. I this this happened numerous times, bro. We got Mike Brown, Sergio Bland, Tra- Trayvon Martin, um, the girl who uh um they just opened up her case. I forgot her name. Uh, Breonna Taylor. Yeah, it was like, bro, this could have been, you've seen this a thousand times and a lot of people saying the same thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And y'all steady worrying about, like, what is that going to change specifically? Uh-huh. Is that just going to make the police like, oh, we just going to stop, you know, uh, racially profiling people because Lil Wayne said something about it. Nope. You know what I'm saying? We, gonna, we just going to stop, you know, beating people up because Drake said something about it. No, oh, okay. it's going to take more than just a famous too. person talking. Because, yeah, because at the end of the day, oh, they will whoop their ass too, with no hesitation. Little to none. Exactly, bro. And <clears throat> so it's like people need to understand. But moving on, uh, we have somebody who is actually using their platform, in a sense, to benefit to uh, to benefit using it, talking with their money, but also in a way fucking it up because now it's a little tainted so Nicki Minaj uh decided to speak with her money and will be putting uh a decent amount of money proceeds towards uh bonding out bailing bailing bonding out protesters and such uh during the uh protesting that's going going around the world whether in the country whatever and but the unfortunate thing is 
it comes with working with uh and i'm gonna refer to him as the name that the joe budden podcast referred to buddy as because i'm not about to keep saying pedo snitch folks that's too many words so uh leave it with one syllable duke uh so i give credit to duke? joe budden in the game shout out to y'all niggas uh for thinking that wait, wait, how, how did they how did they get duke I think, like, I forgot how it actually happened because they brought it up a few episodes ago. <laughs> but they just said his name is Duke. That's hilarious. <laughs> so Duke. Like, Out so, of all names, this nigga got called Duke. They called that man oh, Duke. Bro. <laughs> he got to hold that. That's, that's but, sad, my nigga. So, Nikki, Nikki decided to, before and I think I predicted it, Nikki was the first person to make a song with folks. But to tag... This cause with him, especially involving people locked up and he's snitching and some of them people are in jail because of snitching. Not and like it be that way sometimes, but it's like cool message, but the partner is like, Yeah, G, yeah, that ain't it. That's like literally me getting did you uh did you hear the song yes i actually did listen to the song uh i can't cap it's nikki got off nikki got she off she said she had like a, she said she only had a decent burst i heard I some of it at work today yeah see like i i skimped through the song like i skipped like i literally skipped through buddy's verse because i'm like buddy i'm not about to listen to duke ass bro i i, I refuse yeah. Uh, especially once he started doing the little uh, screaming thing, I'm like, bro, okay, G, like, I thought you could at least think of something else creative. And then it didn't fit the beat. So I was like, okay. Hook is decent, though. I can't cap. But, but yeah, so Nikki pretty much tag team with folks uh, to pretty much help give him attention again. And it be that way sometimes. It really do. But I can't cap. Nikki did get off. Nikki did get off. She did. Right. That's um, I'm actually proud of you, bro, that you was able to uh admit that. Man, look, man, like I'm like gee, I know Nikki is one of the best rappers ever. I, it's it would be disrespectful just to put her in the in a female MC uh rain lane cuz I've seen, we've heard her out rap men countless times, mm-hmm. countless times. So it would be disrespectful to say, just say, oh, but like she can rap. I know she can rap. It's just I want her to rap good. You want her to rap good. You want her to rap like playtime is over, Nikki. Exactly, and like <laughs> I got that from this song. I'm like yeah. she sounds yeah. motivated, like. Her motorsport verse. Clearly, I expect her to outrap Cardi. That should be light work. But mm-hmm. I was, I liked that verse. Because she was talking that. Even though I feel like she shouldn't have changed her verse. Uh, but. You, said she shouldn't, you feel like she shouldn't have changed her verse? No. No. Uh-huh. I feel like she shouldn't. Like, she still got off. But, like, I like when Nikki's like, look, I, I am the head HBIC. I don't need them poppy raps. Unless it's a very poppy song, but she be she be doing features where it's like this ain't even supposed to be a poppy song. I need you to rap, rap. Right. So it's like yeah, hey. exactly. But like, I, there was some motivation in this though. 
It was some motivation, and I could tell. It's kind of like with Drake, where I'm like, oh, Drake was motivated here. So it's like, I understand. Mm. But at the same time, the best thing that Nicki ever got right now is the fact that there's a ton of women that can rap now. So it was like, oh, okay. I have to rap more consistently now. So, like, I ain't mad at it. But uh, your thoughts? I mean, I honestly feel like she just, I feel like it was okay. I mean, I'm not really surprised, you know what I'm saying, that when he got out, you know what I'm saying, that uh, they was going to do a song together because they didn't do a song together, like, before he got locked up. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I wasn't really surprised when I seen that. And the song's all right, 6 9 was like some 6 9 stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't really tripping too much about it. Yeah, it's just like it was just the fact that she made that post. Hold on, let me see if I could put. Let me make sure because I want to make sure I'm phrasing everything correctly here. I'm sure it's still on her page, her Instagram. Let's see. And then I was talking to some people about the situation and um about the fact that there's two sides to the whole six nine thing, like. People so quick to you know bash Nikki for making a song with him, which if you do, that's you. I'm not, I'm not tripping off yeah, that. Yeah, that's her. My like, thing is when it comes to what happened with Six Nine, it was two sides to it. It was one side was that you know everything that he'd been through, everything that they did to him. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's, like it's, I get that the, the, the situation. Like yeah, anybody was catching that situation. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, the other side is that you put yourself in that situation in the first place. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's really what it is. Like you knew you knew the consequences of this. Like you're not slow. You feel me? Like you may be young, but you ain't you ain't that stupid. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And then it like And it is not even like the stuff that he was snitching them on, the 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 charges were stuff that six nine did. Exactly. Those were his his charges, like his situation that he involved them in. And so that's why I'm like, bro, you bogus as hell. <laughs> like I'm like I'm not a street nigga in no aspect. Like I grew up around the shit, but I was I ain't gonna sit down like I was on the block. But it's like one of my father as an example, real nigga who was in the streets. I know yeah. shit. And certain stuff you just like you just it's in your blood. So you just sit there and be like, no, that shouldn't work right. But nigga, if you did that shit and mugs around you is falling because of it. You fucking up too, <laughs> like gee, why do I why, like gee? That's my problem. But we ain't gonna talk about Duke ass much longer. But this is the post Ooh. that Nikki said: um, a portion of the proceeds from trolls, including merch items, will go directly to the bail project. The fund provides free bail assistance to low and oh, low income individuals who can't afford to pay, waiting their trial. We want to protect and support the thousands of brave people working on the front lines of social justice. Using their voices to demand an end to targeting, killing of black Americans by the police. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Because I'm about to say, gee. Uh, he's like, bro, this nigga is part of the reason why some of the niggas is in jail now. But anyway. So, that, so yeah. So, it's, regardless, it's a good cause. I respect it. I'm sure that was mainly mm-hmm. Nikki's idea. Because I'm sure Buddy has is just like, look, I'm not trying to support shit. And uh, 12 helped me get up out of here. And the reason why I'm a free man. So, uh, exactly. I'm, so I feel he like that's more of a, a Nikki word. Move. 
I'm sure that this is more of Nikki's idea than anything. So I ain't mad at it, but uh, I kind of want to go in a little detail on focus on Nikki here than anything where it's like, like my thing, this is just not even supporting him, but it's just like, do you think like her, some of her actions of recent memories, why she's kind of having like her image is kind of construed now. Like you got to think about like off outside of music, which affected her music musically. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, you go ahead and talk. I'll let you go ahead and talk on it first. Um, you said like situation, like her actions right now is affecting her image and her, and her music. Yeah. I feel like her actions always affected her, um, her image and her music, especially like when she went like pop and stuff like that. Even like when you was like, you know, oh, I won't, when I'm joking, say you won't play time is over, Nikki. You know what I'm saying? It's like, when the artists, when the artists change drastically to what their fans are used to seeing, it pisses some people off. And then, you know, they just don't like seeing that. They want you to stay the same. You know what I mean? And even decisions that you make, they might not be, um, that people not, might not agree to, like morally, like, you know, her working with 6 9 the dude she's so, she, uh, talking to or whatever, you know what I'm saying, the whole pedophile thing, her brother and stuff like that. I just feel like uh, her actions as a her actions as an artist always played a part in like how the society viewed her and stuff like that. Yeah. But I honestly, if you ask me, I don't I don't really hold her like to like yo you gotta be one type of way. You feel me? It may be things I don't agree on, but at the same time, people gotta understand that these celebrities are just people just like us. Yeah. They got different views and they make decisions because they want to the same way we do. Everything ain't going to be socially correct, but it's going to be more taboo because they're a celebrity. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, after saying all that, I don't, I do feel like what she does affects her career, but I don't feel like it's hurting her in any way. Yeah. I got to agree because her fan base is fucking nutcases. Uh, extremely nutcases. Um, <laughs> wow! Like I'm wild. a victim. Like literally, I am a victim, a victim of that fan base because. <laughs> so you guys will learn. Uh. Oh wow. Uh, but anyway, uh, like I'm a victim because I said I forgot what I said. I think it was just me being just critical and and literally I as somebody who loves music and respect Nikki as an artist and as such, I was critical one day and literally I think somebody in her fan base found my tweets and I was like, Oh my God, here we go. And then after that, I had to start using the term Trini, Trini daddy and rapper from New York. And they still found my and shit. They still found it. They still I think, found it. I think the key word was Trinidadian, bro. Bro, why are you searching Trinidadian rapper? Uh, some people might like the fact that she's Trinidad, bro. I mean, you know what I'm saying? And look, my thing oh, is, is this, G. You have to be a different level of fan to look up every possible term that somebody could be using to talk about your favorite rapper, bro, on social media. That's like me. I love Drake. I'm going to look up Canadian Jew. <laughs> 
every time. And also, I'm not using that in a ill matter, by the way. So, when you listen and you hear that, I, I don't mean that in a very offensive way, so, just so you guys know. But that's what people refer to Drake as, as the Canadian Jewish person. So, it's like, if I search that and then get mad at people, it's like, bro, I need help. But point of the matter is, her fan base doesn't really help much. That's why I feel like people say the Beehive is horrible. Nikki's fan base act like little ass kids. Um, but anyway, point of it all is, is like, I don't really, really don't have a much of a problem with her going pop. Like Drake to extent has poppy vibes. Like Hotline Bling's his biggest song ever. Guys playing hot biggest song ever. Poppy ass songs. Poppy as yeah. hell. And I necessarily don't have a problem with him, but I see why some people who like Drake group like were huge fans will have a problem with some of those songs as well because. It's like, no, nah, I mean, I want Drake to go back to comeback season Drake. And I'm like, I don't think we're ever going to see comeback season Drake unless he decides to rap like that when he feels like it. <laughs> so, like, I think that that's a dream that's not coming back. Because that's dang near 20 years ago. Well, you even say he 20. can't rap like that no more. I wouldn't say he can't rap like that, but it's just like, you know, uh, it's like how, like, the topics that he was talking about back then. That was more of like, on a come up raps. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, and like with Nikki, wasn't really many struggle bars when she was coming up. But it's just like, I know she can rap. It's just like in terms of quality and all of that. Or just striving to get make a number one hit instead of just like, because a lot, like especially recently, it's more like she's striving to be number one. And use I got hits over. Look, man, I know I can outrap most of y'all, male or female, no matter what. And it's not, I wouldn't even say it's like she's gunning to be a, more find her artistic side. Because the thing is, some of the poppy songs are kind of trash. It, yeah, I mean, I mean, like I wouldn't say it was trash, but it's like it was for an intended audience. Yeah, and I get that. Like, I feel like Starships was trash. And the condo was fire. <laughs> I'm sorry, the Starship was not like, like in terms of her poppy shit. I think Anaconda is her best. Like in terms of like, not and Anaconda was the best one, to me, and not because of the music video. <laughs> that music but, video was wild. That music video was lit, top tier. Music was wild, bro. Then they make a a, a um. A freaking wax sculpture of, of her because Bro, that of that video. That sculpture was weird. <laughs> yeah, it did look pretty weird. It didn't even look like her. A lot of wax sculptures always look weird. Do you ever notice that? Like a lot, like just Google wax sculptures of celebrities. Most of the time, they don't look right at all. You ever uh, see the movie called The Boogeyman? I don't think so. No. It was it, it was kind of had something to do with like wax sculptures, like people like made a wax or something like that. Kind of the same thing. Pretty weird. Yeah, I never never seen it. Like no, but uh, back on to yeah, but back on the uh, Nikki. But like I I don't really have much of a problem. Like I expect you to be once you go big enough, your sound is gonna be more of a broader demographic. But. I think she chases it harder. Like people say, Drake chases chases uh 
hits. I would beg to disagree because the quality never dies from Drake, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I in terms of music. What with Nicki is just like sometimes I'm like, gee. Like I like I understand why Starships was catchy, like that song it was cat it was catchy as hell. But in terms of like, come on now, like, nah. Nah. It was just more annoying than anything to me. That once again, that's just me. I'm just you know, I'm just picking one song apart here. But like I'm not wasn't necessarily that's mad at uh, it. Wasn't, just like, song, wasn't uh Rihanna on Starships? No. What's that one was. that she had with Rihanna and uh with her Rihanna? What song was that? Let's see. Cause I'm like, no, I'm positive. I'm really positive that never happened. Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, Fly. There we go. Fly. Now Fly was actually kind of decent though. I can't cap. Fly was Fly decent. Fly was wrong. Yeah, Fly was actually decent. Another thing I really like said, and another thing with Nicki that's just kind of interesting is how how hard she re she remastered remade Pink Friday. Oh yeah, <laughs> like because like let's keep it a buck. She really don't have that many albums. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Like, nothing like, wrong with that though, per se. It's not necessarily nothing wrong. It's just like, gee, you pushed out one album, remade it like fourteen different times, and then it's like, I mean, it was one of her best albums though. So. Yes, I like Pink Those Friday is. See, the thing is, when we talk about Pink Friday, you have to talk about Pink Friday, the deluxe edition. Then you got to talk about the regular Pink Friday. Then you got to talk about the mm-hmm. super deluxe edition of Pink Friday. And then Pink Friday, the the, uh, the remaster. Then Pink Print. I didn't, I forgot Pink Print existed. Because I, I thought it was another version of Pink Friday. Said it. I definitely did not remember uh, See? Pink Print. Oh. And. Nah, and Pink Print had, yeah. and Pink Print actually had some hits. Feeling myself, feeling myself is one for as another really good song. But Beyonce was on there, and she had Beyonce rapping. So hey, uh, damn, mm-hmm. it was a lot. Of Beyonce rapped, bro. Beyonce got bars. Dude. Shout out to Jay Z. Um, actually, Pink Print might be her best album. You said Pink Print be her best. In terms of like hits and mu- like in terms of consistent music quality, I'm like I'm, I'm about to say. All things go was decent. I don't remember. I lied. The crying game sounds like ass because got some bitch named Jesse on it. Get on your knees had Ariana Grande on it. Feeling myself fire only was on here by the way. Once some more was yeah. decent. Four, four door Aventor. I don't remember that song. Favorite with Jeremiah fire. Buy a heart with Fe- Meek Mill. That was some bullshit. Um, Trini them <laughs> girls fire. Trini them girls was fire. G. <laughs> Uh, no, that song was cold. That yeah, song Trini was Trini Them cold. Girls was fire, G. Uh, Anaconda, you already know how I feel about that. The Night Is Still Young, that sounds vaguely familiar. Pills and Potions was on here. Pills and Potions was cold. Cold. Pills and Potions was cold, not gonna lie, bro. I don't know why she found Skylar Gray to do a song with, but Bed of Lies, I don't. Va- I vaguely remember. Grand Piano, I don't remember. Another trash song with Meek Mill. Shanghai was decent. When again, I don't remember. Truffle Butter, you had the best verse on there. Uh, Mona Lisa was decent. 
put you in a room I don't remember and whammables. For one, it's 23 songs on here. Why the fuck is there so many songs on here? But that might actually be her, in terms of music quality, that was probably her best. Probably her best. That's just me. But she really only has like three, four, three, four, three albums. Yeah, she only really has three. Pink Print, I mean Pink Friday, Pink Print, and this is not counting deluxe editions. Queen. Oh, yeah, Queen. Queen, Queen was uh, ass. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was ass. It was ass. What Queen was, was ass. I'm sorry, Queen was ass. Absolutely ass. I'm sorry. That was that was booty cheeks, bro. Like, absolutely. You said absolutely. It was ass. Let me see. What was on Queen? All right. I'm if I remember at... correctly, not Queens, but Queen. Queen. I'm going to read the track list right now. Ganja Burn, Ganja Burn. Uh, Is that how the song went? Because I don't, I don't know. That was the intro song, and the reason why... Barbara James is raw. Barbara James was decent. Let's see. Yeah, a lot of these songs is ass, bro. <laughs> there was nothing over that just stood out. Chun-Li, is that that song that everybody yes, kept Chun- playing? Yeah, Kenny loved the hell out of Chun-Li. That song's ass. Damn. Uh, but yeah, I only remember the Lil Wayne song. Looks <laughs> like... It was uh, I don't remember. It was that decent. Song. I mean, you got a you got a quality little Wayne verse out of that. Yeah, that's <laughs> it was a Wayne verse, but like I don't remember that. Like, literally. Oh, I do remember Barbie Dreams though. Barbie Dreams was cold. Barbie Dreams was actually decent. Yeah, like this is a very. I only remember she had Barbie Dreams was the like, Nicki Minaj rap that that you wanted. Yeah, that we were just talking about. That was Barbie Dreams. Exactly. It just it it makes me remember that she can rap. Let's put it that way. But I will also say this: she watched uh, Eminem. Um, on what? What is this song called? Majesty or something like that? Yeah, Majesty. Oh, she watched, she watched yeah. Eminem. She watched Eminem. Dragged that nigga. Yeah. So, uh, once again, proved to me that she like to me like it's not. It's just like I want her to rap, but same time I want her to find the balance. And how do I explain this? It's like Drake finds the balance. Lil Wayne in his prime found that balance. Jay-Z to the extent found the balance. If you get what I'm saying. You say Jay-Z to an extent found the balance? Because like Jay-Z was necessary, never like mainstream. Like he was, he's the, he's known as the greatest rapper ever, but Jay Z necessarily always like wasn't commercial or poppy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like he never really chased to be number one or get a Grammy and stuff like that. It's like you, you eventually find a balance. Future found a balance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, future, future definitely found a balance. Yeah, future found a balance while still like being like ignorant, but also ignorant that can sell to the general demographic, stuff like that. With Nikki, it's like either I'm about to 
appease the niggas or I'm about to appease the little white girls in top 40 radio. That's that's, that's kind of my thing. That's just how I look at her. And it's frustrating in a way because it's just like if she was able I mean, to find but When you perf- think about it, what an artist like her isn't necessarily the same, you know, is it as easy to find a balance as other artists? You feel me? Because everything about Nicki Minaj is different from every artist we just named. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we like, never really had a, a, she's really the first of her kind. When yeah, we talk about it in terms of a, a extremely successful black female rapper, yeah. So you, that's also a valid point. She's the first of her kind. Of where it's like, okay, we crowned you, and we still want you to appease us, but we it's like sometimes it's like, yo, you kind of appeasing them. And it kind I mean, of frustrates some people. I look at it as like at a at, at um at a certain point in time she had to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that's just what her career went at the time. Because like I don't know, your fans want some consistency. So like, let's say she goes pop or whatever, you know, the starships and woo off the bam. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That demographic, when well, that demographic, but like that fan base that she's trying to reach, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna want some consistency. Like one week she can't be, uh, she can't be uh starships, and then the next week she's warning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he said warning. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's one of my favorite Nicki Minaj verses. Yeah, I, I mean songs, but she's spitting. So it's like if she knew she was like, I, right, I'm trying to, I'm trying to dabble up in here. You know what I'm saying? Get my bread right. In my fan base type, you know what I'm saying? She got to remain consistent for a certain amount of time to keep those fans. So when she does switch it up and does something like, uh, you know, warning or whatever, when she rapping, you feel me? They, they're they not feeling awkward about it. Yeah. You feel me? I, I think somebody told me that as an artist. Like, I got, you know, when back when I was, you know, in my early stages, like, I have to find a lane and I got to, you know, embrace that and go hard in it. I can't be flippy. You know what I'm saying? Flip flopping all the time because then it's gonna make it's gonna look like to my fans that I don't have my mind made up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody know artists change out of nowhere. You feel me? They change up. They don't just stay the same. But when they do, let's see how this goes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Like I definitely Sound like agree. when Wayne went. Uh, when Wayne went rock star. It, the the cool thing about when Wayne went rock star is you saw a gradual change. You started hearing more guitars in his songs. You know what I'm saying? It's, it was real subtle. You know what I'm saying? It was like a, it was like, it didn't surprise me because it's like, he, like, it started, it started with freaking Carter too. Yeah, for sure. He yeah, always, was, the, the thing is, he always been that type of artist. Yeah. Like, literally, best, the song Best Rapper Alive, it's literally a, him rapping over a freaking heavy guitar riff like a rock song. <laughs> I don't remember no drums on that song. The guitar riff stood out so strong. <laughs> it did. Uh, see, that's the thing. Like, he, but he was rap rapping. You feel I me? Mean? But once he got into the auto tune and stuff like that, 
And it I was like, gradual progression. And then once Rebirth dropped, because you were the one who said you ain't like Rebirth, didn't you? No, I, I didn't. Like, even though, like, I, I'm, like, the album itself didn't shock me. I just didn't rock with it. I, it was just, it, it was like, okay, bro. But Rebirth same, Look, man, that, we're going to say that dialogue for a different day where I'm, like, where we. Rebirth didn't, Rebirth, you can't lie and say, Rebirth didn't not sound like Wayne. Yeah, it was you still a Wayne album. It was just. Okay. Okay. That's you. That's me. Like, so, like I will revisit the album when we have our in-depth Lil Wayne talk, Collision Course. So, little preview for you guys for a future podcast. It's just, it didn't at the time, like, when I listened to it then, when it came out, and that came out, what, 2011, 2012? Yeah, 2011. Yeah, so for me, it was just like, I'm good. <laughs> it was like I'm good. <laughs> I was good. Like I just it probably I didn't want to hear it at the time. It wasn't like I wasn't feeling it. Now maybe twenty seven year old me will probably appreciate it. Be like, okay, it's not that bad of an album. I'm I was wrong. I, I will admit it. But if 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 I stay remain to, I'm just gonna be like, uh, it just wasn't for me. I'm like hey, but. But yeah, so but back to Nikki though. It's just I think she, and even right now she's at a very weird point of her career right now. You can say because it's like yeah, with all the the drama going on outside of music, with the consistent situation with Meek Mill, uh, her supporting pedophiles, and even just how she uses social media in her uh once again her apple radio show and just goes on freaking weird crazy ass tangents she's at such yeah. a weird point where it's just like what the hell do we do <laughs> like it's like what what like as a, with her as an artist and to our team it's like what the hell are y'all trying to do with her and it's confusing it's like it's, she's at a very that. interesting point because it's like I wouldn't necessarily say she's fighting to remain relevant because to me she's always going to be relevant because she's freaking Nicki Minaj. Literally, like she's freaking Nicki Minaj. Like I feel like she doesn't ever need to fight to be relevant, regardless. You're respected by the peers. Like yeah. hip hop peers respect the hell out of Nicki because. At the end of the day, they know she can rap her ass off. So yeah, she she proved herself. In most yeah, definitely. she proved herself in various ways, but also, but it's also like at her stage of her career, it's like okay, and probably social media doesn't help because it's like kind of makes her look like a goofy at times, and also a brat because you got to remember she's like freaking thirty seven years old, and it's like yo, we kind of probably want more maturity. It's like it's weird. Like people want maturity out of her. People want more, like like something different instead of just like you know, ass popping. And we know, you know, you know the usual Nikki shit. Oh yeah, like that type of growth. I think people want that out of her instead of her remaining like she's still like twenty seven. That's just how I like. She's at a very interesting crossroads in her career, and it's just like. I think people want to see more out of her maturity-wise, I think. 
That's just me. And even myself is just more like, I just want her to just make consistently quality music that isn't too far of either either spectrum. That's just me. So. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's valid. Like, I feel you on that. Yeah, so just, go ahead. No, I was just I was just agreeing with you on that statement because like a lot of people do say like, you know, they equate they equate age with a lot of stuff. And so like your music has to be like, you know, timeless. You can't get stuck in a a box of like your subject matter when it yeah. comes to your music as you begin to mature as a person, just as you mature as an artist. You know what I'm saying? Because your fans witness that maturity in you. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Because you got to remember, like... You just have to fit. Yeah. It just... It's like... It's like not everybody, like... You got to think about her fan base is, like, 24... Okay, let's just put it this way. Most of us grew up... Like, Nikki came up in our teenage years. Both of our teenage years. Even though I'm a little bit older. Like, our teenage years. And yeah. you still had people who were probably in their 20s, low 20s, late, mid 20s, when Nicki really started getting popular. So they became super fans at that point, fans, super fans, stands, whatever at that point. So then the one, so I feel like in a way, the older, like the ones in their 20s, mid 20s, is like, yo, bitch, I kind of, kind of want you to mature. Right. Like, want more mature music, I would say. If that makes sense. If, if if that makes sense any type of way, I think. That's why I think people want I feel out you. of her. Cause I just like, feel like it's I feel like it's all about the approach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't necessarily feel like her subject matter has to change or she gotta start talking about like I don't know, whatever they want her to talk about. But talk like about I really like just Jay-Z feel like does. it's more with the approach, how do you do it? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Agreed. Or does she and... really have to do that at all? You feel me? Yeah, she necessarily well, don't. She, your, she can make whatever the hell she wants. Music just changed. You feel yeah. me? Yeah, I hear you. I know. As an artist, I just always play both sides. I don't really have one side when it comes to an artist, unless they're just like complete garbage. <laughs> but yeah. nine, nine times out of ten, I, I try to play both sides because me as an artist, I understand where you know these people come from when they do the things that they do. Yeah, so I'm just in that mindset, like 24/7. Yeah, and I and I, I respect that out of you because it's like it it brings. That's why I want you to freaking do this podcast because like it adds that perspective to the to the shit. So like I respect it, and like for me, like I said, I get it, and it's just she's just so interesting right now. It's it's very interesting. That's all I can really say. It's like. It's like people, it's like, I wouldn't say people, let's just say me. They just focus on me. Fuck people right now. It's like, for me, I kind of want to see her mature more as a person than artist-wise. Because she comes off as like that crazy, wild, 22-year-old chick. And it's like, yo, you about to graduate from college, act like you got some common sense. Or at least some type of maturity. Instead of just like, just wilding out, going on these crazy rants and tirades and stuff over Meek, or because Travis Scott did numbers and beat you, 
and all of that, and you bring it into question, you question his legit legitimacy in the game and stuff like that, and that type that of stuff. That goes back to the whole conversation about people saying that she's trying to, to stay relevant and stuff like that. Which my argument to that is that she didn't, she doesn't even need to try to stay relevant. Like exactly, like regardless, she's, she's almost she's at that point, kind of like what Wayne is. Like everybody knows. Everybody knows your checklist. You know what I'm saying? We know yeah, you what you did done. it all. Like you had yeah, multiple sure. number ones. It's nothing wrong with somebody like Travis. Because the thing that really blew me about that situation was it's just like Nikki. You acting like you didn't have two number one albums, multiple number one hit singles, hella popular songs, stuff like that. You and you've been in the game long enough to where it's like just because you don't have that spot it's like life threatening or it's yeah. the end of the world like like let that be somebody like like let Drake and Travis come out around the same time i don't think Drake would be a ding dong about it right like nah, not really not like and not saying like Drake's not that type of person and i'm not trying to tell Nicki to be like Drake in this type of situation but it's like, come on now. You should want to see somebody else succeed. Like it's a like that was a huge deal. Was that Nikki? I mean, Travis outsold Nikki. After like, after he dropped the week before, that was a huge ass deal. And like, yeah, I expect you. Like, yeah, I want to be number one, but it's like, yo, you handled it so wrong. Whereas like, people looking at you like, yeah, you, you. You too damn old to act like this. <laughs> like, like what the hell? <laughs> like that's yeah. like LeBron sitting there getting mad because Zion dunked on him. It's like, yeah, I respect Zion, who's freaking nineteen years old, to dunk on my old ass. It be that exactly. way. <laughs> it be that way sometimes. So it's Zion like regardless. Yeah. So it's like I respect the young that beat the old. It, it just it's supposed to happen. So, or even like the Cardi B situation, but I think that was more the fans and Nikki feeding into the fans than anything. So I'm not really going to trip about that necessarily because that was more of a fan made thing. And it's just, I think Nikki also needs to kind of let it go. Uh, And then it just showed what, but I feel like the maturity started to show with, with Meg when she made the, you know, that song is ass. The Hot Girl Summer song was ass. Like, I'm sorry. That was horrible. I mean, that's not really a song that we could really, you know, resonate with, bro. You feel me? I know, but it was still ass. <laughs> that's like a song that you know you just can't sing along with, bro. So, I mean, I, I didn't. I mean, it was you know they did their thing on that, but like I don't really play it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get where you coming from. It was like it was still ass to me. And like I, I, I ain't gonna sit there and say. Like I wanted, but it was it was kind of ass. But um, but like I respect Nikki for like, hey, let me do something with Meg and all of that. And then it's and so it's like it shows that she's there. But then we get situations where it's like the Meek Mill situation, her bringing Joe Budden to his pod. I mean, on her her podcast, acting a goddamn fool uh, towards him and his people and. Mainly the Meek Mill shit. That's just the main thing as well. Like, just grow up, bitch. Yeah. Um, 
those type of situations. So, but like musically, I feel like she's in a very interesting space. So I'm interested, like if she is working on a project, it might be her last. I wouldn't be shocked or it's going, but I'm interested in like where she goes with it. Honestly, let's put it that way. I'm interested in what she goes like, like overall as the album goes, like how she going to push it and all of that. That's how I would phrase it. But, uh, anything you else good, we wanna... you think right now is a good time for uh people to like release albums and stuff yeah like with all the stuff going on yeah definitely that so so like i don't think she's gonna drop anything soon but like she she has a well even though like i said she's always relevant but like she has a buzz because of duke ass so i'm interested to in see where she goes with it dude is gonna be referred <laughs> to as duke. duke forever duke ass boy but but yeah, so uh, that's our Nicki Minaj discussion. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about your uh, this old ass top fifty list that college kids brought back up for some stupid ass reason. We need to address college kids, bro, because they be posting some wild stuff, bro. Be like, who be behind cat. the keys, bro? The kids. Who, who who's man's, bro? I think read college that list kids off, bro. is ba- like Chicago based read, niggas read. too. Read the list off, bro. You gotta read the list. Oh, Let me pull it what, up. The, the nonsense, bro. The freaking nonsense. Once again, people, this list is old as shit. Um, let me find it. Hold on. Is this it? No. Hold on. Do you got it? Cause I lost that shit. I'm trying to exactly um, find the right one. Because there's so many of these goddamn lists. Um. The one with Lloyd Banks at number 50. Is this... Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I found it. Uh, let's see if I can pull up the full thing. Hang on. Hold on. Okay. Here we go. So, uh, by the way, this list is old as hell, people. Once again, this list came back. This was like when everybody was on top 50 list last year. Uh, and this list is still a troll which is still hilarious uh jay-z's number one Nas is number two joe budden is number three. <laughs> oh, that's still funny to this day bro to this laugh. day this is still funny bro i'm sorry bro <laughs> it's still funny like I hate to give Joe Budden this free promo for his podcast, but I love I love his podcast. It's one of my influences. But gee, that man literally went on like a two three week episode run of where literally he was saying, "Nigga, I'm number three, and I'm and I don't care." Gee. <laughs> but yeah. um, but moving on, <laughs> Styles P is number four. <laughs> They got you Styles P over Jadakiss, bro. You, bro. They got Styles P over Jadakiss. Come on. You said this, this ain't no troll, bro. People, do people really think like this, bro? It is. People actually think like this. But, people G, you put really Joe Budden like number three. I don't take your list seriously no matter what, G. Joe Budden don't even think he's number three. <laughs> My uh, thing is just that, I don't know. Why do people think that's okay? I don't know, man. <laughs> number five is Black Thought. 
in terms of pure MC lyrical ability, Black Thought it might be actually number two, number one. Uh, number six, Fabulous. Number seven, Jadakiss. Number eight, Biggie. Number nine, Ghostface Killer. Number ten, Kendrick. Number eleven, Benny Siegel. Number twelve, Rock Kim. Number thirteen, Pusha T, which I know you have a problem with. Number fourteen, Red Man. Number fifteen, Tupac. I have a dialogue about Tupac. I'm gonna say for a later episode. Uh, sixteen, Scarface. Seventeen, Andre three thousand. Eighteen, Common. Nineteen, J Cole. Uh, number twenty, Lupe Fiasco. Number twenty, Royce the Five Nine. That's wild. Number twenty-two, DMX. Number twenty-three, Drake. Twenty-four, Ti. Twenty-five, Rock Raekwon. Dang, they got dang. I remember the Ghost. I mean Wu Tang. Uh, twenty-six is Twister. Number twenty-seven is Method Man. Number twenty-eight is Eminem. Number twenty-nine is Prodigy. Number thirty is Most Def. Thirty-one is Cool G Rap. Thirty-two is Big Boy. Thirty-three, Jeezy. Thirty-four, Snoop. Thirty-five, Cameron. Thirty-six, Bun B. Thirty-seven, Lil Wayne. Killer Mike. Thirty-nine, Ice Cube. Forty, A Z. I never heard an A Z song in my life. Forty-one, Mace. Forty-two, Stack Bundles. Forty-three, Eight Ball. Forty-four, Big Pun. Forty-five, The Game. Forty-six, LL Cool J. Forty-seven, Rick Ross. Forty-eight, Fifty Cent. Forty-nine, Busta Rhymes. Fifty, Lloyd Banks. That is the now, Lord Banks was mad as heck. He was like, "Nigga, I'm trash." <laughs> Still funny as hell. His reaction is funny as hell. Like people's uh, last year when people when people was doing them dot damn top fifty list, people was literally wilding when it came to that shit. <laughs> like wilding, making their own list. I'm like, bro. The problem is, and this is my problem with the list in itself. Coming up with 50 rappers, bro, that you like, it's tough. It's easy, like, if you listen to... Then don't do it. (laughs) It is. Because you're just going to start... I feel like, honestly, after 20, you're going to start naming people. You're just going to name people. If you're going to do it like that, then you really just got to go in the order in which you enjoy listen to these artists that you can't sit here and tell me that freaking um let me not let me chill what you listening to from joe budden bro pump it up joe budden has his biggest song is pump it up but people are there are people who are huge fans of the mood music uh his mood music uh series I get that, bro. I get that. I get that. Like, I'm not a it's Joe Budden rapping fan by no way of my imagination, but I do respect him as a rapper. Like, he is been always a really solid rapper. Solid. Not a fan, but solid. So, it's like, I feel like when it comes to doing music lists, Music in itself is a more objective thing than anything to me. Because you can always put up numbers. You can always say, I want X, Y, and Z awards. But it's always more objective. Like, compared to sports, you can sit there and be like, it's some facts in sports that you can sit there and be like, well, so-and-so has 
MVPs, championships. That's why he's better than this person and all of that. While when it comes to music, it's like, it's more objective. It's like, it's opinion based. It's like, I may not sit like, like, like you like Rebirth. I'm really not the biggest fan of Rebirth at all. So that's more of an objective thing than fact and all of that. Like, I just don't, it never hit for me. It's some mm-hmm. people, it's some people who outright believe Drake has no classics. And that's a cat. But it's objective. So, it's people who outright believe Kendrick Lamar's ass. I know people like that. Those people have mental illness to me. (laughs) Mental illness. We say that every episode, man. Look, man. They they might need to uh, check themselves into the Chicago Ridge Nursing Home, G, or something like that. I don't know. Uh, Chicago Ridge Nursing Home Rehab Center, man. We'll see you there. Exactly, G. You want to be on uh floor one or one floor one, two or three? Let us know, bro. Got to go on third for talking like that, bro. <laughs> yeah, you probably crazy. So, but overall, that's I think we need to put more of a focus on college kid now because it's like, uh. But I my thing is like this, bro. When you post a top fifty, you know, rappers or whatever. When you do it like that, I mean, it's not necessarily personal. You feel me? You taking a lot of stuff into consideration. You feel me? Yeah. If you're doing it general like that, if I was doing a personal top 50, then I'll just do like my personal top 50 and just post it on my page or whatever. But like, I don't know. I'm I'm just scrolling through their Twitter page right now. It's like some of the stuff they try to cause arguments is head ass shit. So like Lonzo Ball tweeted Baby the New Wayne. So then they asked, Is Lil Baby the new Lil Wayne? The fuck? Lil Baby? Yeah, Lil Baby. No. Hell no. They're entirely two different type of rappers. They're two entirely different rappers. So that makes no sense. That's a horrible comparison. Horrible. Like, super horrible comparison. Like, gee. Like, I don't get that. So, like, gee. What else you want to add about college kickers? Fuck these niggas, gee. (laughs) Yo, can you hear me? All right. I think I lost you. All right, back up. All right. We're back. Um, But anyway, uh, what else, like, what else about College Kid that ain't shit? So, uh, because it's like, that 50 list is ass. Well, the fact they're bringing that 50 list back up is annoying as hell. They had one post that said, uh, one of these artists, uh, gotta go or something like that. And it was, um, it was Wayne, the baby, and Uzi, I think. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, why? Why is Wayne in that? Why is he in that? Why is he in this discussion right now, bro? How are you gonna compare Wayne to the baby and little Uzi? Come on, dog. That's just a dumb. That's just a dumb conversation. Or like when they the whole the whole what's his name, J Cole and uh, Little Pump thing. 
Like, why does it even have to be a topic? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's dumb to me. It's just like, they get off. The thing is, it's like, they get off of people. Because the thing is, I think, if I had to guess, their demographic has to be geared towards people 24, like, between, probably like teenagers and mugs up to like 23, maybe 23. And, and like, they that's how they get their reactions. Because, like, mugs, like, it's like clearly like mugs want to disrespect Wayne. That's the cool thing to do now, fortunately. Uh, and so it's like disrespectful. Man. It's disrespectful. This man, this you do you know what this man did for hip hop, bro? He did a lot. Like he single handedly, bro. Single handedly, though. Like it's disrespectful. It really is, but thing is they just entertain it because their fan base is literally based off those hot take ass reactions that's that's their demographic people who follow them and all of that so it's just like gee like even it's when they post nuggets. fake news type stuff like i think they were the ones to post the goddamn fake fight night and i was like niggas okay well, stuff like that i kind of know that that's like fan art what if scenarios type stuff. But my yeah, that's a good is idea, though, when you think about it. Like, a new fight night, bro. And so, but the crazy thing is, Wayne wasn't even on there. Like, what the... What? <laughs> What's going on? Exactly. Everybody was on there, bro. Jay-Z, Tupac, Drake. Like, what? What the heck? I don't know, bro. Like, maybe tweaking, G. Maybe really be tweaking. Dude. A new fight night though nowadays would be cold. I don't know why they don't do it, but that would be cold. I think it's just not enough boxes worth a damn. Yeah, you're right. That'd be the main thing. It's just like it's not enough boxes worth a damn. Also, uh, before we close out, what do you think of Polo G's demonic ass chain? I'm, I'm praying for him, G. I really hope. I really am. I really am, bro. I would not wear that. Chain. I would not wear that chain if I was him, bro. Like that's like that's like something in a horror movie that you just don't do. Like everything could be avoided if you just don't do this. Please, please don't do that. Yeah, gee. like, bro. Like I can see if you had one goat on there. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean, I, I think like the whole goat. Trend is going on right now with yeah. the album covers. Bogus no, album covers. Some of them goat <laughs> album covers need to stop. <laughs> um, but not three goat heads, bro. Three demonic ass diamond encrusted goat heads. Please do not wear that chain, my nigga. Like, bro, like when I look at these goats, it's like, gee, these are demon goats. <laughs> demonic as hell, bro. Like, bro, they scream. Demonic as hell. <laughs> like, that motherfucker like was saw... probably free. You said what? I said that motherfucker was probably free. Probably. He probably got a decent deal. Dude walked up <laughs> to him like, buddy, too. buddy, buddy. He probably, <laughs> from, like, you know how we used to go to F, uh, Forest City and bu- it's always that nigga trying to sell us a uh, freaking... Hey, boss. Hey, boss. How you doing, man? <laughs> big guy, big guy. I'm like, oh, my God. Strong-ass cologne. I'm like, geez. Look, man, I'm trying to get this off my hands, man. You look, just, you look like you would look good in this, man. Check it out. Put it on. Walk around with it, man. 
Matter of fact, go ahead and take it home. That's, that's you. That's all you. Just come back. You're oh, gonna come yeah. back the next day, he's gonna be gone. <laughs> and now you now you stuck with this necklace with three go heads and they all talk to you. In different ways. Like in each different language. Each of them got a different personality, different <laughs> name. One of them probably right. name is Albert. Albert. Albert like a the demonic goat. name. <laughs> exactly. Like, come on. Oh, but, I don't know, man. But prayers, for, man, prayers for Polo GG. We believe in you, bro. Polo G, man. You make some dope music, dog. Exactly. But don't wear the chain, man. Throw that chain don't away. Know. The second <laughs> you put that chain on, bro, you won't be able to take it off. You can't get rid of it. It's over with. Like, like every every day that he wears it and stays on, it, it, it's, it becomes tighter. Like, it becomes a weight. <laughs> it's going to turn to a choker. Exactly. Yeah, I swear, I don't remember buying a choker. Like, man, this was a choker necklace. I'm pretty sure it was one of those small chains. Exactly. Like, bro. Nah, but, boy, it's a choker. But nah. please, G, uh, Polo G, we believe in you in Chicago, bro. As somebody that wants to see you prosper, G, don't get rid of it, bro. Get rid of it. It ain't worth As it. Three God fearing brothers. We know those goat heads don't look a don't look very uh of heaven heavenly. <laughs> They're not very <laughs> heavenly. So it's like, gee, you should get rid of them. It's cool that you believe you the goat. That's cool. You might want to like speak good things into existence, my guy. But for sure, them goat heads it, it ain't ain't it? It's not. Um, so get rid of Albert and the other two goats immediately. Continue uh, your pathness to greatness, G. We one day want to get you on this podcast. Talk music. Talk about your come up on the north side of Chicago, G. For sure. Uh, but not with those, not, but not with that chain on, bro. Not with that chain on, G. Even the picture gave me bad vibes. <laughs> bro. Like, that's like, like, like breaking bro. news. Rap, I ain't going to say nothing. But like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's that like, picture just gave me some bad vibes, man. Like, no pun intended. Exactly. It's like, nah, G. But prayers up to Polo G. <laughs> like, we, we, we want you to succeed, my brother. Uh, just get rid of that chain. Please. But, uh, what You're begging episode, me, dog. Yeah. But, uh, one episode on that note. Uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, Timeless Vibes Podcast. We appreciate you guys. Uh, Make sure you follow uh, us on tw- uh, on whatever social media platform you're listening. I mean, not w- uh, let you, but I'm, damn, what I'm talking about, I'm tweaking. Make sure you follow us on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. My fault. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud. We own there. If it's a podcast, we're probably on there, my guy. So make sure you check us out. Uh, YouTube on the way. I'm just throwing that out there. YouTube is on the way. Uh, so be on the lookout for that, uh, and follow me, Chris J, on Twitter at deep underscore Chris underscore J. Make sure you follow me on deep Chris J, man, with the underscores. G, uh, throw your Don't forget the the underscores. You feel? Uh, follow me on all platforms, not all, but social, uh, Twitter, Instagram at Chaz C H A Z V I B E. Got some music coming out soon. You know what I'm saying? Big Next teams. month. I'll Big definitely teams. be 
promoting it a lot more heavy once you know it actually drops. But exactly, good thing it's probably good be the new intro. You said what? It'll more likely end up being the new intro. So, oh yeah, stay tuned. Exactly, stay tuned. Like I'm gonna say is this, G. As somebody who's gonna hear everything first, y'all gonna y'all gonna enjoy this, G. Y'all gonna enjoy this, G. Y'all gonna sure. enjoy it. Y'all might actually hear my voice on the intro one of the songs, G. On some like, oh, we do gotta bring that back. We do. We gotta bring it back, G. You know I was cold with the intros, G. Man. You know I was cold with the intros. The Red Ranger intro, bro. It was legendary, <laughs> G. So. Oh man. So. Good times. So be on the lookout, G. Be on the lookout, G. The mood is on the way, G. But uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. And peace. Peace out.